With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. WRKS Pickens Jackson. You ready? Let's go! 10, Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Oh, I get that fans are uh, usually a little bit more pessimistic than optimistic. Our text line, the agup.com text line is... Very, very intriguing and interesting, and uh, it's a lot of passion there. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. And uh, great shop, everything you need, clubs, golf balls, full set of clubs, irons, putters, all kinds of golf gear. Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road, right across from one of our other favorite places, the Hilton Jackson on County Line Road. Bo Bounds, Blake Scott with you. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We'll have Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, SI.com at 930. He'll talk more about the SEC football schedule. And... Is it a done deal that we're going to non-conference games? Or is there is there still a shot that you could get the vote that you want when it comes down to it and we stay at eight? 
Is there enough money? Are the presidents and ADs going to decide, along with Commissioner Sankey, but the presidents hold the cards, believe it or not. Um, it, we already know the, the deal that's about to go into effect next year will eventually lead to around $100 million a year for each school, including Ole Miss and MSU. That's before we've talked about it. That's, that's before you sell a, a suite, any club-level seats, and all the other stuff that you do. Okay? And, and so that that's, that's a ton of cake. Uh, that's just media rights money. Is it worth it to go to nine and do three permanent and six rotation? Remember, three plus six if we go to nine. Or if we stay at eight, we go one plus seven. Y'all know what that would be. Mississippi State and Ole Miss would be the permanent. And then you would rotate through seven. You would lose Bama. You would lose LSU. And so on. You'd have a more varied schedule in the one plus seven because mathematically, you would only play eight of 15 every year. And if one's permanent, that means you're playing seven of 15 so it's gonna it's gonna flip around a little bit different i think the gives you some more options the three plus six to me is i know like your argument is that it's gonna hurt state Ole miss i like the three plus six from a fan perspective of i get more games in the sec i get some continuity of tradition so i get to like right keep a rivalry with three teams every year right and keep something go some continuity of schedule that's the same more than just the last game of the year, right? For rivalry weekend. Mm. Although I guess they, wouldn't I don't all, really need continuity and schedule. They all wouldn't be I mean, that way. That's what we've had. So that's all we know. Yeah. So the, you know, the NFL shuffles it up pretty good. I, I get that when you're in the same division, you play, you know, everybody twice. Yeah. Um, but they, they also mix and match AFC against NFC and Correct. that's, yeah. that's fun. And you get all kinds of cool matchups. Anyway, back to where you're going. Uh, you like the three plus six. I like the one plus seven, but I don't hate the three plus six. I just let me know, ask it from this perspective. And, and according to Ross Dellinger, real quick, and then ask the question: Mississippi State would pull Ole Miss, Kentucky, Texas A and M. Yep. Which be which would be a gift from the scheduling gods. It's about the best pull you could have ever had and Mississippi State's never had that prior to going to the divisions in 92 Mississippi State had a terrible schedule going into the divisions MSU kept a pretty bad schedule because they're in the west just like Ole Miss however Ole Miss hasn't played Alabama near as much as Mississippi State Florida near as much as Mississippi State I know that sounds crazy prior to 92 Mississippi State was playing Florida way too much and the what and the you know what their ADs and presidents were doing for years, but evidently nothing. And and then Ole Miss pulled Bandy. Uh, more than Mississippi State prior to 92, and every year since 92, which is what? Uh, 30 years. 30 like years. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and again, Vanderbilt is by far and away the worst recruiter in the Southeastern Conference. So Mississippi State would pull Ole Miss, Kentucky, and A&M. If they go to the three permanent plus six model, Ole Miss would pull Mississippi State, LSU, and Arkansas. Kind of get your thoughts there. Do you believe that 
if you do the one plus seven and they allow four non-conference games, they're going to keep the P5 thing. Do you really think long-term they're going to be okay with keeping three G5 schools on the... Like, I think long-term the presidents and universities or presidents and athletic directors, however you want to say it, we just know as human beings they don't turn down money. I mean, just human beings are inherently greedy. They don't turn down money, especially when it's waved in their face. I don't see how schools and decision makers are going to go, hey, not only would we get more TV money for a ninth SEC game, but now I get more valued home real estate. Instead of playing Georgia Southern Technical Institute for the blind, I play Auburn. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's a, to me, I don't see how these decision makers who over the last thousand years of life have always chosen money are going to suddenly stop choosing money. Well, I also wonder what it, what is the value from Disney ESPN. I mean, are they really willing to ramp it up that much more? Well, and how much do you, but, but I guess that's my argument is how much do you value not only what the TV situation could add in, but also the home gate of playing one extra home game that matters versus a home game that doesn't matter. Well, in that, you'll go four or five. So, yep. you know, that's actually. But the years you have five, that's a huge boon. It is. Uh, and you'll wait your non-con to be home favored when you're not playing a fourth or fifth SEC home game. So right? I wonder if going forward you never play at Memphis. You just tell Memphis, Southern Miss, Tulane, Tough. and Troy, we're not going on the road. You I can wouldn't. come here. I don't know why they do it now, but you can come here and we'll pay you a million bucks, which helps you, you know, do the things that you want in your, some of the things in your athletic department. I think the question is, if we do go to nine, do you ever play another road non-conference game? And and why unless it's a power five, correct? But you would want to, and I don't know what the how the contracts are structured. Like I don't know what Zach, I don't know what Cohen did, or even Strickland prior, and and I don't know what Ross Bjork did. But and then what Keith has done. Zach Selman probably hasn't done much scheduling. He's only been there a few months. But Blake, the question is, how much wiggle room do you have to get out of P five non cons? Moving forward, yeah. How many years moving forward? That's a great question. Uh, to me, that's a twofold answer. One, why do we still see Power Fives go to these tiny schools? It's because that's the way it's always been. And it's just always I'm, been a two for one. I don't right? know why you would schedule anything at Memphis. Well, Florida got it at right. Southern Miss. Florida told Central Florida, tough, we're not coming. Right. You can come play us here, or we're not coming because you don't matter to us. And Scott Strickland made the right decision. And that's what State and Ole Miss and other schools are probably going to have to do moving forward. It's worth the extra five hundred grand to never go to Memphis right. or to never go to and even wherever. Some people will argue, well, let's do a two-for-one. No. 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 It's, and, and from now on, it's not about that. You buy your way out of it. Right. Instead of a million, you give them a million and a half. Instead of a million and a half, you give them two, and you right. play Southern or you play Arkansas State or whoever at home. If you're Mississippi State and Ole Miss, you never play in Memphis. Yep. Well, you never play anywhere. At Troy, Southern Miss, yeah. Tulane. That's yeah. not a shot at those schools. It's just the way, you know, strategically, if you're looking at this, that's what you're looking at. Uh, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. That's where you want to go. Before you hit the Azaleas or the Oaks Golf Course at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. DancingRabbitGolf.com. Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated. On the new SEC football scheduling format. 930. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Uh, Blake, bottom line, did you win your disc golf tournament this weekend? The, hold on. The Philly Fling. Yes. I did not, unfortunately. Came uh, in second place. I'm like the Phil man, Mickelson. You are right there. I'm the Phil Mickelson of Mississippi disc golf. You are the Phil Mickelson of Mississippi disc golf or the Buffalo Bills. Which means somebody soon will pay me a lot of money to go play somewhere else, and I'll be sleazy about it. Okay. I can't wait. I'll wear all black after that. Really embrace my dark side. The so the Philly fling was Saturday was. in Philadelphia, and you stayed at the Golden Moon Casino Friday night hotel. Yeah, Friday night. Yeah, that's right. Did you did you go in the sports book? Of course, I I had dinner with Chris Chris Hopwood, the Hoppy uh, Hopster, with the uh, sports book. That's right. Yeah, he was. Uh, we had friend. I had a friend of mine go with me, and so uh, he the three of us had dinner at Mom and M's, and I had. I ordered the half fried chicken plate, and there were four pieces of fried chicken on my plate, the smallest of which was like the size of my thigh. It was insane. It's amazing what they're doing there. I don't know how they have that many chickens in the state of Mississippi to fry. It was, somebody said. Sanderson Farms takes care of that. Josh, the buddy I was with, said, he asked me if I got a fried goose. It was that big. (laughs) It's massive. Mama and M's. did y'all eat in the bar out in the restaurant? Well, we ate at a table in the bar. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. 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 It's right across from the sports book in the Golden Moon. It was a good time. And yeah, put a little uh put a little cabbage down. I took a I took a flyer on Alabama to win the SEC basketball tournament. So there you go. Okay. Um I didn't really take any March Madness ones yet because with not the seat with the seating's not set, you can take like title odds but not really like specific odds so i was i didn't really do anything with march madness yet okay. i figured i figured we'd be back up there when the once the seeds are announced and then i'll have a little bit better idea of yeah who's going where did chris talk about how much he's missed me yeah that was the first thing he said good it's like wow you didn't bring Bo. i think what he really meant was wow i have to pay for this myself right and so I, yeah i should have that's what i should have done i should have texted you for your card and just charged it to the show i'm glad that you had to spend a little money that's what um, i should have done did you have a beverage uh, of course, I had a uh, Russell's Reserve uh, old-fashioned. Woo! So you can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with that. 
And then you played well. I played great. You just yeah. had a guy who played. You <laughs> described one of the best rounds of his life. It was. It was without question his a career round. So it, the funny, the irony is, my buddy JT, shout out JT Todd. He won at fourteen under par. I came in at second at ten under par, and then our good friend Josh came in third at, at eight under par. So we took we won place and showed right. Like we walked over there as a group and dominated the top of the, the the leaderboard win play show but yeah jt is that what they call it just like horses well they don't but i'm just I'm, gotcha yeah okay. first second Go third. Ahead. yeah um there's only one winner in real life we all know that it, the second and third is just to feel better about yourself um, were you mad i was more like dang it i should have played better but i didn't play bad that's the thing yeah. i've only played that course i'd played that course three times before i showed up and my two rounds were my second and first best round that I'd ever played on that course. Okay. So I played well. Like, I played great for the tournament. I shot four down the first round. I shot six under par the second round. So I got better second round, which is hard to do. Most people do not. Most people lose focus over the day. Sure. And get worse. But the problem was JT shot five down, and then he shot a nine under par round the second round. I can't, you know. He hadn't shot nine under par at the course we play every day, five days a week. Right. And he shot nine under at this course. So, I mean, props to JT. I mean, he killed it. That's awesome. I'm happy that my buddy got a win. I'm never happy my friends do well, bad or well. Like, that doesn't un- make me unhappy if my friends do well. I just wish I had done better. But, I mean, I shot 10 down. So, okay, I didn't do bad. All right. It was a good day. It was, I mean, to be outside all day and to have fun and do all that, that's, you can't. You can't beat that. No, you can't. Yeah. The, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Rick's Pro Truck, RPT Commercial in Pearl. RPT Commercial for your commercial fleet, powered by RPT Commercial in Pearl, ricksprotruck.com. We have the uh, Bailey Howell Peggy Gillum Awards today at Pearl River Resort, men's, women's hoops, and uh, I will be there. I'm looking forward to that. I kind of like moving it there. Um, I think it'll be cool. Can you lay bets down on who wins it? That would have been a nice thing. Probably not, but yeah. that would have been cool. I don't know that you can, but we need to work on that. Okay. Who do you think? I know men's wise, you've got Tolu Smith and, um, oh, I'm not going to say his name. How, Cr- uh, Crowley? Crowley, yeah. Austin Crowley. Sorry. Yeah. I, I was like, I know it's Lee. I, yeah, Austin Crowley, Tolu Smith are kind of the... And Mir- uh, Morell. Yeah. But the, we feel like it's between Tolu no and Crowley. Yeah. No question. It uh, Fairly or not, it always... And Southern impact. Miss lost in the conference. US. The votes were already in it. This didn't matter. Okay? Yeah. But uh, Southern Miss losing in their conference tournament was a just Heart- devastating blow as far as, you know, no NCAA. Jay Ladner did an amazing job this year. But, yeah. you know, just tough deal. Yeah. So... Do you think Cam Matthews should have been on that list? I know we don't do so. In, I know we only take one per school, but yeah. Like, so it's it's shouldn't Cam Matthews be considered they, one of the best in the they state? They did away with I think multiple players several years ago because they didn't want to make the fans mad or something. I'm just I, I, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember everything. We got to hold everybody's hand. You so know? so you're you're going to get one nominee. Yeah, from Jackson State and. Southern Miss and MSU and Ole Miss and keep going all the way down. Is there, so, there, there's probably not somebody though that's been more vital to their team's success than Cam Matthews this year. 
Well, he's up there. Uh, yeah. I mean, without him, you're not in the position you're in to even have a chance to be in the NCAA so now, tournament. Got to beat Florida Yep. Thursday. Yep. If you're Mississippi State, in hoops, Bridgestone Arena at noon, and I'll be there. All um, right. Unless something weird happens, I'm going to be there. There you so, go. I mean, this that's too roach. I, I, I'm going up to Pearl River, River Resort here in about 30 minutes. And then I'm going, oh, you want to, and then I'm going to, to Nashville for, for at least a game. Uh, I don't know how that's going to look, but I, I, I know I'm going to one. I, have, I think I got to get back. But anyway, I have breaking news. Man, so I don't know if I have ignore to. everything. Marty Biaggi or something. Else. No, ignore everything we talked about in the break. Uh, according to Mike Garofolo, who is of the NFL network and we see him on good morning football all the time. Quote, the Saints are closing in on a deal with QB David Carr, sources tell myself Derek and Carr? Ian Rappaport. Oh, yeah, he said David. Why did he say that? He meant Derek. Okay, got it. That's um, that's hilarious. I just I read the tweet. Yeah, Derek Carr, sources tell me and Ian Rappaport. After nine seasons with the Raiders, the four-time Pro Bowl selection is headed to New Orleans. First QB domino is falling, and NFC and one NFC South team has a starter. So Derek Carr. Schefter said last week on the podcast that Aaron Rodgers was going to fall first. I wonder if that's already done and not announced. That wouldn't make sense. Interesting that that you just Schefter thought Rodgers goes first, and then Derek Carr, and then the domino of Garoppolo and yeah. Bay, you know. Then we start yep. moving. You know, uh, it's official. I mean, the fact that Ian Rappaport and Garoppolo. Are oh doing no, it's it, done. Yeah, it's done. It's done. Yep. So. Congratulations to Houdat Nation. You got a, a an good to sometimes really good QB, but it has also been at a little bit of a disadvantage. Look who's coached. Yeah, I mean, John, John Gruden's a train wreck, and, and then they, they missed on another hire. And, you know, hey, and, and I don't know how he keeps doing this, but that's a win for Mickey Loomis, general manager of the New Orleans Saints. And you know what you didn't have to do? Give up anything to get him. It's a free agent signing. It's not a trade. How about that? That's the number one key right there. Cost you nothing to go get Mickey him. Loomis does it again. It's a big one, one of the best executives in the NFL. May have bought Dennis Allen some extra contracts. He may huh? have. He may have. Okay, so Derek Carr from the Raiders to the Saints, according to the NFL Network, and two of the biggest players in the game, Ian Rappaport and uh, Mike... Garofolo. Garofolo. He does a good job, too. All right. What are we doing next? Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, SI.com on uh, SEC football scheduling. Dellinger, coming up next. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. 
That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Press the button, my friend. The Outbound Show is live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. Uh, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. MississippiSportsMedicine.com for any orthopedic hiccup. Uh, we welcome in Ross Dellinger. Sports Illustrated, we'll, we'll say this, uh, National College Football Writer, joining us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Uh, obviously, he's got some amazing sources throughout the world of college football, and uh, he dropped an article and what may or may not be uh, the new SEC scheduling format. But uh, if they go to nine games, it's three permanent, six rotation. And Ross, if you had to handicap it, uh, do they stay at eight, or, or does do they stay at eight, or does ESPN Disney kick in enough money? For them to go to nine. Oh yeah, it, this is a. Um, it's been a, a fairly hot debate now, running for close to a year or so, maybe more than a year, with uh, SEC, not just administrators but coaches too, uh, and presidents uh, weighing in on this issue. And um, you know, I think last year around this time, you say it would, it, it would probably the room was probably split. Maybe it was exactly split eight to eight. Uh, I don't know that now I, I get the feeling that um, they're leaning toward nine. Um, I just, I don't know that there's a huge majority in that. Uh, if I had, you know, kind of, um, if I had to, if I had to pick, uh, I, I would probably say nine, but um, I'm not super confident in that because uh, there, there does seem to be, um, a wide variety of issues with with going to nine, you know, um, and uh, and that's been brought up now for for a year. So they've been going back and forth with this thing. So the and that would be more losses and more coaches getting fired, and an even more uh, more of a coaching carousel than we already have in the SEC because you're going to average. Whatever it is, Ross, right? I mean, 0.75, one, one and a half more losses a year, just depending if you go to the three plus six, which is the nine game format. Well, there, there, there's a lot. There, there's a lot of issues with going to nine. There's issues with the eight model too. So, you know, to break it down, and the, the two models that they're they're zeroed in on are the eight is an eight game model where we have one permanent seven rotational opponents, nine game, three permanent, six rotational. I think if, if you kind of break down some of the negatives of, of each, uh, a, a nine game model, as you said, 
Yes, that is definitely one negative, right? You'd you'd have more. I mean, somebody's gonna lose the game, so you'd have more SEC teams with one more one more loss on the schedule, because a ninth game would probably replace an F a game against an FCS or Group of Five team um, in a lot of ways. So you'd 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 have pretty much a guaranteed win. Uh, in half the league would have that loss. So there's that. Then there is the com- the scheduling component. Uh, you know, many schools have scheduled has have made their non-conference schedules uh, already for the next five, seven, even ten years. They've they've got games on the books. Those games will have to be moved and or bought out, um, which can be millions of dollars in some cases. Some of these buyouts are like one million, one point five million dollars buying out non-conference games. The third issue with a nine-game schedule is the imbalance in home games. So yeah. the first year of a, of the schedule, you, you know, there's going to be half the league that will have four home games and half the league that will have five home games, uh, and that is an issue. And then it will continue. Obviously, it flips back and forth. So in one, you know, year one, you'd have four. Year two, you'd have five. Back to, back to year three, you'd have four. So that – is is an issue already. I think the big issues with the eight game schedule is you lose the secondary rivalry games on an annual basis. The Auburn Georgias, the Tennessee Alabamas, the Texas Texas A and M's, which will be revived. Uh, you would think, and, and you, you lose that every year. So um, that's probably the big negative there. And, and obviously, uh, you know, a second negative to the eight game schedule is you don't get that extra revenue. Because there will be some kind of extra revenue coming from ESPN for a but, a ninth game. I just don't know how much it is. But will it be – so if I'm an AD and I'm talking to my chancellor or president, we're visiting with Ross Dellinger, sportsillustratedsi.com, and everything that you just laid out, Ross, I think there'll be more firings because of it, which means more buyouts with not just head coaches, coordinators, you know, assistants, the whole thing. Um, and then – you're, you could lose your, your place as far as bowl game. I'm not worried about bowl payout, but, it, but you've got to buy out. You've got to try to maybe buy out the power five non-con games that you were referencing that they, all these guys, all these schools have scheduled to me that offsets that could offset where we're going with maybe Disney ESPN kicking in a little bit more for a ninth game. How do you see that Ross? Yeah, that's that's why there's such an importance on the the additional revenue and how much revenue is coming. You know, is it uh, is it two million dollars extra per school per year? Is it four million? Is it six million? Is it eight million? You know, I can tell you that if it's two to three million, I don't know in some cases if that's worth it for for schools. If it's five to seven million. Maybe the argument changes. So, you know, and I don't know when they're supposed to get a definite on how much additional revenue is coming. Um, But uh, I know that is a very important part of all this because Mm. of the reasons you're stating. Okay. So, all right, back to what it, where I was, if you had to bet a hundred dollars today, do they stay at eight or go to nine? Um, I would I would go to the 
casino and I would go to the craps table because I would have I would put my hundred dollars on the craps table thinking I'd have better chance oh, to get man. that right than this crazy stuff. But um, no, I, I would I would go to nine. Yeah, I would I would guess, but I'd be I'm literally you know I'd be. 60 40 55 45 okay when it comes to that uh it, I, i'm not um i'm not confident at all in that bet okay because here's what i'm just i'm just doing some votes here and, and the blue bloods i mean there's really only so many in the league right and so i i've got mississippi state i, I could be wrong right but i've got mississippi state ole miss auburn florida arkansas oklahoma missouri kentucky vandy and south carolina voting against the nine. Now, I don't know what Georgia, Bama, and LSU and Texas or Texas A and M, but I, you know, I think those other schools would look at it because I think Oklahoma is going to take a massive step back in the in the in the real league, Ross. And and so you know, do you think I'm off there thinking that that me that many? president slash ADs would get together and say, I don't think we want nine conference games, even with a, even with a five to $7 million a year bump. Well, I, I think, um, I think that this is part of the issue they're having is that there is a wide swath of teams in the league um, that, yeah, that don't want an extra loss. Um, and, uh, that don't want to have to spend money on, as you mentioned, buyouts and firings and stuff, um, and, and uh, buying conference games they have scheduled. So I don't know that it's hard to peg each school and what they would vote because there has been some, uh, there's been plenty of waffling back and forth. <laughs> I mean, um, there have been several schools that are in the top half of the league, right? That that uh, last year around this time were gung ho for nine. And then at the SEC spring meetings in Destin last May, all of a sudden they came into the room and said, oh, you know what? On second thought, we like eight. And, and now, you know, 10 months later, they're in a, those teams, those schools are in a situation where who knows where they're going to vote. They're just kind of waffling, kind of wafting back and forth, um, kind of floating. And also, let me say this. Um, the the three permanent the proposed three permanents for each school which has been somewhat disseminated to schools and I put out the projected list sure uh, just best guess that's impacting views I mean you saw what Nick Saban said uh, to me about his disagreement in the proposed three permanent opponents for for Alabama that's impacting the way maybe a team would vote if if they don't agree on sure. the three permanents all of a sudden. Maybe their vote changes. Oh, I think Burns up in arms over it. That's just, you know, what I'm hearing. I don't know how their president slash chancellor sees it. And then it gets into the whole, <laughs> some of these guys are academic wonks. You know, how when when you're an AD and maybe a head coach, I guess, uh, I mean, obviously Saban gets a, a say, but, you know, when you're trying to walk through, a guy through who's a president or a chancellor, not all, but a lot of them have no business acumen. That's fascinating to me too. And then of course we know that Sankey carries a big stick, but it still comes down to the presidents and chancellors. Um, okay. On your projected that you dropped last week, SI.com on your projected nine game model, three permanent, six rotation 
how accurate do you think what you received is? Well, and, I, and I'll tell you how I how I did this, and, and, and this is like probably the third version of this. I think I dropped one last May before spring meetings. I dropped it. I dropped one again um, in maybe uh, in the fall, and then that same one I used earlier in January. And over the last probably six weeks since that one dropped in January, I've tweaked some things, and I, I tweaked some things from the one dropped in January compared to the one last May. So there's been tweaks based on conversations within people in the league. And, it, again, it, it, so it's it's real easy to pick two permanent opponents for each team because everybody's pretty much got a primary, and most teams have a secondary rival rivalry. It's really hard to pick a third opponent. And the way you pick a third opponent is you base it on that metric of success, the, you know, which apparently, according to Nick Saban, the school is doing is a 10-year success metric where uh, they're compiling conference records for the last 10 years and separating the lead in a – separating the league into a top eight and a bottom eight based on those standings the last 10 years. And they're trying to make sure that if you're in the top, you get two tops in a bottom for your, for your permanent opponents. If you're in the bottom, you get two bottoms in a top. So that's the that's I did it the best that I could. I would say, you know, that this is, this is pretty accurate. And then once it was put out though on Friday, the response I got, from people within the league where that this is pretty close. Okay. All right. So there you go. Ross Dellinger, SI.com on the out of bounds show. I don't think we should be listening to a 71 year old coach. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just, I understand he's the goat, but I don't. Who it's, do you, who, it's not going to change. Anything. I would tell you, it's not changing. It's not changing. My Alabama's Alabama's three permits will not change. Okay, so and they shouldn't. Uh, how much is Disney ESPN there as they negotiate with Commissioner Sankey? Their bottom line, both scenarios are pretty damn good. I mean, we're getting better matchups. I mean, this has taken way too long, but that we don't have time to go into that. Um, how much you know? The bottom line, ESPN's just saying, hey, we want we want better matchups of the big boys through the rotation, right? Isn't that right, Ross? Well, yeah, and there's a couple of things going on here. It's it's not only does the net, do the networks and the in the league in general want better matchups. Uh the league in, in Nick Saban has been public about this quite a bit. So has a lot of other coaches. You want to play um teams more often in your own league. I think it was Alabama and Florida a year or two ago. They played for the first time in 10 years. They hadn't played in like 10 years. And you're, you're having some of these big, long gaps, the way the schedule is structured now with divisions and such, that you're having these big, long gaps of these teams playing one another. And now this new divisionless kind of schedule, either in the eight or the nine, right, you, you, you would play every – you'd play each other – at least twice every four years, home home and away. Um, so you see you see everyone a little more often, um, which is again something that everybody's kind of wanted the networks and the conference as well. Okay. Um, do you do you know of any school that's fighting? Well, other than Bama, that's either pro yeah, I mean, or 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 con. One way or the eight or nine, like very, very vocal. 
Uh, nobody else, AD coach-wise, has been too public except for Texas A&M. Their athletic director, Ross Bjork, has been pretty public that he believes the SEC should play more conference games and that nine games is the way to go. You know what, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll correct myself there. Uh, Scott Strickland has been pretty vocal that the SEC should play nine games as well. You're, you're not seeing as many schools come out publicly for eight games, you know, saying the eight games. And it's probably because there's maybe some perceived weakness in that, right? But you are seeing – uh, a few schools, the A&M, Florida, like I just mentioned, I think LSU has come out publicly in support of the nine games. Oh. Um, you know, but but so you're 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 you are seeing some schools that have trying to think in my as I'm talking, I'm trying to think in my mind if I've seen anybody else really come out publicly strong either way, and I really haven't. Those three come to mind for nine games. Alabama obviously comes to mind um, recently uh, with Coach Saban's comments. Uh, otherwise, I haven't seen much, but you can, you know, it's not real hard. And I think you've uh, you figured it out. You mentioned it earlier, but uh, the schools, whether it's four to six to eight, who would prefer to, to stay oh, oh. status quo and, and stay at eight because they don't want to take another loss. I wonder what Strickland's reasoning is there. That's interesting. Uh, well, his quote at SEC meetings last, because this is kind of old, actually, I, I, I'm just remembering it last May, and actually I, I circled back with that quote and put it in my story, my saving story. Uh, I think it, it, it was about adding value to the league. Um, the the You play more game, you know, you're already valuable, and to make the league even more valuable, you play more games, big, high-profile matchups, you play more games against yourself to increase, even further increase the value of the league and the viewership and the ratings and all that stuff. Hmm. Okay. I guess, like you said, what at the the bottom line at the end of the day, what is ESPN going to offer? And mm, yeah. uh, so I lost a vote there. All right. So I had I had Strickland in the um in the yes category. It, it, so I'm let you, me. It's hard one, to pro- two, It's hard three, to project. You, you, it's hard to project the, the votes. It is. I've I've tried in and I've been corrected internally by some people in the league. Like, no, 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 they're here, or no, 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 they're waffling. It's 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 tough. It's easier to project a small group of teams who would be against it, you know, and want to stay at eight. And it's it's easy, like you know, the Vanderbilts, right? You know, right. The, like uh, you know, they. But but that said, that said, a team, a school like Missouri, from what I've heard, they're for nine. Now you wouldn't what? So everybody has their own. Yeah, everybody has, and they haven't been public about that. Uh, or they haven't been real public about that, but some schools, it doesn't matter. They don't think about the losses and, and getting another loss. They think about the value of a conference in hosting every other year, hosting an extra SEC game. Okay. So that's an extra four to five million dollars. I wonder. All right. Let. How much? Yeah, we got time. Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, SI.com on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. So an extra home game every other conference home game every other year mm-hmm. let's say that comes in at four to five million is that enough to again let's just let's say they're running it over 10 years is that enough to think i'm gonna have to fire a whole new staff one more time over a 10-year period and we're buying out all these power five non-cons that's interesting yeah, that's 
Yeah, yeah, it's a decision you have to make. Now, I, I tell you what, you 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 are. And I'm not saying you're wrong, you're, but you are spending a lot of time on the on the firing buyout situation, which I really haven't heard from many athletic officials in the league. Like that's one of the like that's an. I I I think you you make a good point. It's just it's a point that I haven't heard from people in the league as as being used for for or against this issue. Because I think the the I think they would say we're if we're gonna fire that coach in his staff we're probably gonna already fire him anyway if he's losing that ninth game or something ninth conference game extra conference game he's probably on a trajectory where we're gonna fire him anyway. Okay, who's the most powerful president in the league right now? It's uh, a good question. I, um. You know, it'd be hard not to say Mark Kino at Mississippi State. You know, and I say that because he's he's the chair of arguably the most powerful and influential body in all of college athletics, and that is the CFP Board of Managers. Um, you know, and, and he he chairs the SEC subcommittee, uh, presidential subcommittee on like multi like media rights, which <laughs> pretty important yeah. as well. Some would say Jerry Moorhead, though, at Georgia. He was the chair, or maybe still is the, the chair of the um, D1 Board of Directors. Uh, he was over the Transformation Committee. Um, and then uh, some would say the Kentucky president, and his name right now is escaping me. Okay. But he also has been the chair of a lot of these. But it'd be hard not to say, yeah, Mark Keenum. Okay. I can't imagine all the jockeying, politicking, and lobbying behind the scenes. Uh, I wonder if it's just bottom line going to be ESPN money. If it's enough, boom, we can all get the vote and get on the same page. If it's not, they can find one more nay or no and and stay at eight. Uh, you did say that Saban's not liking this is not going to impact it whatsoever, correct? It's not going to impact Alabama's you know permanent opponents. I'd be shocked if that happens. Like yeah. If they go to nine, I would think Alabama will get those three. Now, will his comments in Alabama's stature in the room impact the eight versus nine vote? Maybe. Right. The Strickland thing's interesting to me. Okay. Like, what do you have? I was just going to ask Ross. Whatever way to decide, is this going to be like a? 10-year plan, 30-year plan? Like, how do they ratify this to move forward with the inclusion of Oklahoma, that Texas? Is, that is a great question, and, and it's one that I don't know that they've settled on yet. Um, there there was a thought, actually, that they could do this in a short-term period just to kind of almost like a trial, like let's see how this works, like even a four-year thing or something. Um, I'd be surprised if it wasn't longer term, though, uh, but they that's it. That's a good question. I don't, and I don't, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know that they've settled on that. Yeah. You know this though, Ross, once, once it's agreed to, if you go to nine, you don't ever go back. It's the whole horse out of the barn. You thing. can't go back. That's a great point. And it's something that was raised in the room this like last May when a, a lot of people thought that they would make a decision on this and they didn't. That was one of the huge points raised in the room was, whoa, whoa, whoa. If we do this, we can't ever go back. Okay. All right, read his work, Ross Dellinger, SI.com. And, uh, Ross, we appreciate your time today, bud. We'll talk soon. All right, guys. Thanks, y'all. Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated National College football writer. SI.com. SI.com. He joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We hope you have a great day.
I'm headed to Pearl River Resort for the uh, the luncheon, the party, the Howell Gillum Awards at Pearl River Resort. So if you're going, I'll see you there. You can pick up my lunch. Hope you have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow. The Saints have Derek Carr, according to reports. So that's what we'll lead with from Mike Dettelier at 830. Derek Carr from the Raiders to the Saints. We'll lead with that with Mike Dettelier tomorrow. Have a great day. Hit the podcast, Apple Podcasts. Search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, Mel, Bry here. Gotta work from home today, because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold, but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... What? Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian.